Yo, 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 what is up? We're back on Ralph Sports. I know, guys, I've been gone for a while. I have not posted episodes. It's been a minute. And I know you guys missed your boy. <laughs> but no worries. I'm back. I'm better than ever. And we're kicking off two months into the new year, obviously, on the right note. We're swinging in some fire episodes. I got some fire things coming up. I'm going to just boom, 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 fling everything your way. Believe me, just stay tuned because you guys are in for a show. But we're going to start off on the note, something super hot right now, and it's the NFL. The season has come to an end, and we have a champion, and it's the New England Patriots. Yes, if you guys saw the game, it was the Los Angeles Rams versus the New England Patriots. We all expected it to be a shootout. We all expected it to be like 20 points, 30 points, 4 touchdowns, 5 touchdowns, and all that. But no. It was a little underwhelming in, in my point of view, you know. But again, you can't. It, it's not for the wrong reason because defense does win ballgames. You feel me? So I can't say it was a terrible game, but I was just expecting a shootout from both sides. You know, Jared Goff, Todd Gurley wilding out, Brady with Edelman, and then, you know, Gronk is here and there, but, you know, Gronk shows up when he needs to. But, you know, I'm not going to go into it now because, you know, when we're going to have my boy Chris Deasy here, we're going to get into it because, you know, as you saw the past episodes, he's a Patriots fan, and best believe that man is hype as fuck. But, you know, Brady won his sixth championship. Belichick got his sixth championship. These two guys are arguably the most dynamic duo in the NFL. Like, these guys have won together. These guys have lost together. But, what, Brady has nine appearances, I believe, in the Super Bowl, and he's six and three. That's a fucking good-ass record, bro. Like, that man is talented. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I started off as a Patriots hater. I didn't. Back in the day, I was just like, these guys win too much. But, you know, as I started growing with sports, became a competitive person myself and such, I was like, you can't knock somebody for winning games. You can't hate somebody because they're arguably the best at what they do. You cannot be mad at somebody or hate them if they grind hard enough and they, they're, they're successful, you feel me? So, event like... Cup two three seasons back is when I was like, you know what? I don't actually hate Brady. I don't. I don't hate Brady. Like he's actually good, and I actually admire watching him play every once in you know. But you know, like these guys actually win, and arguably Brady is could like best one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And if that man retires today. Shh, bro, it's unanimous Hall of Famer. Like, if anybody does not vote or disagree with that, like, bro, you guys are on some shit. But, you know, I don't even think that man's about to retire either. Because I remember I read a report the other day, and it was like, the ex Brady, like, hey, when you can retire? He was like, hey, as long as I don't suck, I'm not going to stop playing. And that man doesn't suck, man. Like, he's winning games with a bunch of people that we don't even know sometimes. You feel me? Like, you, if you name the receiving core, what, you're only going to tell me Julian Edelman and Rob Gronkowski. You ain't going to know anybody else from there. You can't name me the running back. You can't name me the, the, the defensive players. Like, shoot, I'm not going to name them now because, like, hey, then you guys going to know. But, hey, do your research. Find out. And you can be like, hey, think on top of the head for a second. Oh, no? See? Boom. Unless you're a Patriots fan, you're not going to know. But kudos to those guys. 
they're, they're actually phenomenal. They're great. And they're doing it the most easiest way. They, people tell them they're too old. They're too slow. They're washed up. But, hey, guess what? These washed up old men beat you guys. So we're going to get back into the NFL when I get my boy Chris Deasy coming up soon. So stay tuned for that. But, you know, let's let's go with something that I'm super excited about because I've been telling you guys, I've been telling my boys, I've been telling everybody that this NBA season is going to be one of the most hottest ones, B. And I'm telling you, like, and shit, I'm going to start off right now because let's go Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, I told you guys we're going to be good this year. I told you guys we're actually going to show up. And you guys didn't fucking believe me. You didn't believe your boy. But guess what? We're here. Playoffs. Sitting in the sixth seed. 28 and 27, B. We here. We're here, man. Like, people don't think that we can win games. We are showing it. We don't have a legitimate superstar. We don't have a freaking, like, over-the-top, a phenomenon, freak of nature on our team. No, we're doing it with team basketball. Believe me in Kenny Atkinson's system. Sean Marks, you're a wizard, my guy. Like, thank you. We are here, man. We're, last year, last year, guys, we were 28 and 54. We're almost at the all-star break, and we already matched the amount of wins we had last season. Do you know what that means? We're going to win more. We're going to make the playoffs this year. I, I'm not sure. Don't worry. I'm not going to overdo it and be like, hey, oh, my God, we're going to go to the championship game. No, 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 bro. It's baby steps. You feel me? It's baby steps. But we grinding out here, man. We got, we got a three-headed monster on our team that you guys don't know about. You feel me? Jared Allen, our seven-footer, our center, man. He's going to be a phenomenal rim protector as soon as he gets bigger, man. This man is averaging 12 points, eight rebounds, and two blocks a game. And mind you, that man is skinny. He has no weight on him yet. So when he builds that weight, my guy, whoo My guy's going to be good. My guy's going to be good. Like he's gonna be like arguably he could be he could be a top five stand in the league in the future. And that man's only like twenty one. So believe me. Watch him. Watch Dennis play basketball. You're gonna see he's actually good, man. Fear the Afro. Then what? We got Karis Levert. Oh man, we all we all know that gruesome injury he got. And thank God it was just dislocated and it wasn't a broken ankle or a bone popped out. Thank you, Lord. But my man would before he went hurt, guys. Yo, he was a candidate, the most improved player. He was averaging 18, 4, and 4. He was arguably our best player on our team. And if he gets back and if he comes back the way he was, like this the same amount of level and talent he was before, he'll probably be back to our best player. But you know, whenever he comes back, which hopefully is supposed to be before the All-Star break, and may, if not, maybe a little after the All-Star break, but he's going to be back soon. So that's perfectly good because we're going to have our guy back, and we're going to be even better than we are now. You feel me? Like, and then we got Joe Harris. You guys don't know about Mr. Joey Buckets. My man can shoot. He's fourth in the league in three-point percentage, 45% from the three-point line, only behind Seth Curry at number one. Seth, not Steph, Seth. Number two is Belicans from the San Antonio Spurs, and number three is Buddy Heed. Bro, my guy's a shooter. Thank you, Cleveland, for dumping him because, shit, we picked him up and we made him a star. Watch the three-point contest with my guy, man. He might win. Shit, I'm jacking it right now. 
And then, Leo, last but not least, man, shout out to the Lakers. Shout out to Magic Johnson. Shout out to y'all for putting my man under the bus because he found a home in Brooklyn, man. Shout out to D'Lo. He is an all-star this year. He should have been one from the jump and not a replacement. But fuck it, man. That man is an all-star. His talents are getting acknowledged. He is a leader. He is carrying us when he needs to. He finally became consistent. He finally showed that he could play basketball. And that man is only getting better, man. 22 years old. The youngest Nets all-star we've ever had. Or second one, bro. But fuck, man. Career highs, man. Almost 20 points a game. Six assists and four rebounds. That man is good. And he's doing it without it being that athletic. Without being like, oh, I'm going to dunk on somebody. Or even getting up to the free throw line. He's just being crafty, creating space. And he's knocking down his shots. You guys slept on us for too long, and we're showing you that, hey, yeah, that Boston trade was bad, and it will forever ruin us and haunt us, but guess what? We finally did what we had to. Patience is key. We suffered through bad seasons, but we are here, man. Yes, we are the best team in New York. Best team in New York. The Knicks right now, they ain't got shit on us. They they traded away their best player in Kristaps Porzingis. For Dennis Smith Jr., someone who they could have drafted, but guess what? Phil took Frank Nicanina, who doesn't even get burned anymore, I believe, man. It's like, come on. DeAndre Jordan's not going to stay with y'all for long, so don't even gas him. What's he, Matthew's going to get bought out? Like, he ain't going to ball with y'all. Y'all rebuild got set back 10 years. I'm not even going to hold y'all. Sure, y'all could get Zion this year. Y'all could get R.J. Barrett, whoever the hell you guys want. But you guys aren't going to see a playoff game for years. But, hey, you guys are confident that the Knicks are going to sign two max players. There's there's rumors that KD might pull up to New York. Kyrie might pull up to New York. And then, hey, fuck. If you guys get those two guys, then shit. (laughs) I'll bite my my tongue and then be like, hey, I apologize. You You guys got it. You guys got two superstars. But guess what? The Nets got might assign two max players too. And guess what? People are buying into the Nets. We're not trash no more, B. We don't suck. We actually are good. So we will get a likes of we could get a likes of a Tobias Harris, who's guess what? Underrated. We could get somebody like Jimmy Butler, who could buy into the system. A Kyrie Irving, a Kemba Walker, who's from New York. But, hey, I'm not going to guess saying we're going to get Kawhi, we're going to get KD, we're going to get AD, this and that. No, 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 no. I like thinking small. But everything's a possibility, and we are going to grind. We're going to get there, man. So, shout out to my Brooklyn Nets, man. We're going to the playoffs. Stop sleeping on us. And y'all better watch some basketball games, man. Like, hit the Barclays Center one time. Y'all going to see how great we are. Come on. Like, y'all bugging. Come on. But we're going to turn our attention to the west side now. You feel me? West side. Because there's another team there that y'all all did, laughed at me about, that y'all all slept on, and y'all still to this day are still talking shit. And it's the OKC Thunder, bro. Like, y'all said, oh, Ross and PG ain't gonna work. Well, guess what? I told y'all they was gonna work. That's the reason why PG came back to OKC. It's because he see the potential he has with Russ. They're gonna win games, B. Russ is gonna understand that you got PG, so let him work. And guess what? Russ is averaging a triple-double again this year. PG's averaging 28 points a game. That These two are the most dynamic duo on the defensive end, bro. 
These two are leading the league one and two with the most steals a game. Bro, if you see these two guys in your face, you know, you go watch the passing lanes. Don't get too crafty on the dribble because they're going to cookie you. You feel me? Like, bro, like these guys are good. And it gets me mad when people want to knock their talent like as if they're not good. Russ is not. Russ is a nut. He takes, he takes more shots. But guess what? This year, he dumbed it down. PG taking shots. PG taking more shots. PG is actually carrying the team. You feel me? Russ is seeing everybody triple double, 15 dimes, 16 dimes, 12 dimes, 13 dimes. He's doing his thing. And guess what? There's a three headed monster there, too. Don't sleep on my man, Steven Adams. That man's a brick wall. You can't move that man. And he's actually, he could have been an all star. And to be honest, he, he didn't even want to because he was like, he wants to break. He, he, likes, he likes his breaks. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But you feel me? These guys are bullies, bro. They're 34 and 19, third seed in the Western Conference. They're doing it, and they're arguably OKC is the best defensive team in the NBA. And they're doing it without their best defender, which is Andre Roberson. You guys know about him. He's still down with an injury, but still, he's their best defender. So imagine if they had him, bro. That no one's doing anything. They could beat the likes of a Houston Rockets. They could beat the likes. Of a Golden State Warriors team too. With their crazy all-star five. <laughs> so it's like, come on. Wake up. Stop down talking Russ. Stop down talking like he's a bad teammate. Like this and that. Because you wouldn't win games if you are a bad teammate. As your point guard, you're the leader of the team. You you won't win, win you won't win games. They're sitting at third in the East Western Conference. If he was a bad teammate, PG would have not came back to OKC. So put respect on greatness. Stop talking shit as if Russell is bad. Like, that man is good. Yeah, he's averaging career lows and free throws and three-point percentage and this and that. But again, basketball's a team sport. There's more than one way to involve yourself and contribute into a basketball game. And Russell knows that. And that's what he is doing. So shout-out to OKC because those are the teams that I said that they're going to be good. And you guys laughed at me. You guys probably was like, you bugging. Well, guess what? We are here. They're winning games. And it's going to be nice. You feel me? But one thing we're going to touch up on real quick is I want to recap to y'all in the previous episode of the NBA where I had my own predictions of the playoff standings. And I know it's about to be only midseason in the NBA, but I want to I want to show you guys who who I was rocking with, and I'm gonna show you what the updated stats are. You know, so for the Eastern Conference, I had from one to eight, the Celtics, the 76ers, the Raptors, the Wizards, the Bucks, the Pacers, the Pistons, and the Nets, in that order from one to eight. Right now, heading into the All Star break. The one through eight in the Eastern Conference is the Bucks, the Raptors, the Celtics, the Pacers, the 76ers, the Nets, the Hornets, and the Heat. Your boy got six out of eight so far. <laughs> and the only reason I could, you can say that I am wrong is because the Wizards got hit with injury bugs left and right. Dwight Howard with his butt injury, which is sus as hell. 
And then you got the Pistons who are legit are underperforming. Like, I don't know what the hell's wrong with these guys. Like, you guys got talent. You guys got Blake and you guys got Andre Drummond, a front court of two monsters. It's like, come on now. Like, why can't you guys win games? But, hey, I, I pretty much guessed it. You feel me? And the Western Conference I had before the Warriors, the Rockets, the Raptors, the Lakers, the Pelicans, the Spurs, the Nuggets, and the Jazz. Right now, it is the Warriors, the Nuggets, the Thunder, the Blazers, the Rockets, the Spurs, the Jazz, and the Clippers. And again, six out of eight. You get, you could just, just call me a wizard, because I know things. I see things before they happen. You feel me? <laughs> but only reason I have the Blazers and the Clippers was because I didn't believe the Clippers and the Blazers had that much talent on their team. And as we all could guess, that the Pelicans and the Lakers underperforming severely. And there's so much drama with those two teams that aren't even on the they like, didn't make it to like right now is the Clipper, Lakers and the and the Pelicans because like bro what's what's going on? AD going somewhere. Like you got the Celtics conducting a trade that's going to happen in June and you got the Lakers like offering their whole team for one guy. Like come on now. It's like, everybody's like, LBJ is doing this, this, and this. But this is like, yo, you guys knew what you got yourselves into when you signed LeBron James. LeBron got his last four years, probably. And you guys got those last four years in him. And the thing is, you guys cannot, did not expect that you wasn't going to make no moves. It's like, LeBron wants to play with All-Stars. Everybody wants to play with LeBron. Majority people, majority, not everybody. Majority want people want to play with LeBron James. So, it's like you had to figure out as a young core in the Lakers, whether you're Kuzma, your Hart, your Alonzo, your Ingram. It's like one of y'all got to go. Two of y'all got to go. Just to make sure, like, hey, we trying to win championships in L.A. So, it's like, I, I, I personally believe that Kuzma got more, more uh, upside and more potential than Ingram. So, he'll probably be the one that's gone. It's like... You got all these people, all these memes, like, yo, the whole team going to go. It is going to be a starting five of, like, LeBron, AD, and then the G League. <laughs> and just like, bruh. It's like, what's going on, man? Like, these, and the Pelicans, like, you guys got talent. You guys got Drew Holiday. Like, Julius Randle, who's not tried. That man is great. He left the Lakers, and he's putting a career high as well, just like D-Lo's doing. Like, come on. And you got Nikola Mirage, but he just he just can't stay healthy, bro. He can't stay healthy. But it's just like you guys got these things that you guys gotta take into consideration. Like the deadline's legit tomorrow. And like who's gonna move? Like, are the Nets gonna be buyers? Are are the Lakers gonna be buyers? Are Pelicans selling? Are the Memphis who's gonna sell? Like, are they gonna sell Mike Conley and Marcus Gasol? Like, what's like this is the best time of the year? In NBA. Because, like, who's moving? Because you got Tobias in the 76ers now. And the 76ers right now, arguably, that's a, that's a beast starting five. That's, like, arguably a, the best starting five in the East. You got Ben at the one, JJ at the two, Jimmy at the three, Tobias at the four, and Embiid at the five? God damn! These guys are dangerous. Like, these guys are dangerous. Like, I don't, I don't know. And then for the Nuggets, who are a two-seed in the Western Conference, yo, Nikola Jokic, he is 
beast. Monster. I will put him as an MVP candidate. Quote me on that. You feel me? Like, the man is averaging 20, 10, 8, and 1 steal a game. 20 points. 10 boards. 8 assists. 1 steal. Bro, that man's a playmaking. Defensive. Superstar. And he finally got got an all-star lock. Like, come on now. Like, this this is crazy. And I love his game. So smooth, so relaxed, and he just cooks everybody, bro. Like, like these you gotta watch out. These like these 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 overseas niggas is nice. I gotta stop. Just like with that man Luka Doncic. I told y'all he gonna be good. Has the most experience of a youngin coming into the league, bro. Averaging 21, 7, and 5. 21 points, 7 rebounds, 5 dimes. 19 years old, bro, and now he got KP. When he gets, if KP comes back healthy and the way he was before, those guys are going to be a dynamic duo. Dallas will make the playoffs next year. If KP comes back like he's supposed to, they will make the playoffs last year, next year. It's like, Luka's nice. He's cooking your best player at the age of 19. And he's not even fast. But man got handles like a monster. He got a step back that could challenge James Harden's. It's like, bro, put some respect on these Euros names, man. Because these guys are good. They're talented. Don't sleep on it. Because, like, bro, these guys are coming into the league like, hey, you guys, there's a there's a stereotype that we can't play ball. and You guys are better than us. But guess what? They're like, nope. Watch your mouth. You feel me? Like, the NBA, man, is, is great. It's great. It's amazing. But now we're going to switch it up a little bit, have a little quick MLB talk. You feel me? Like, you, there's a lot of signings that have been happening. But the two main names that we have not seen signed yet are Manny Machado and Bryce Harper. I'm not going to get too much into it. You feel me? We're going we're gonna to let that build later because, you know, we're going to talk about it. Because there's a lot of things I want to say, but we're going we gonna to keep it short. Is the fact that... Both these names, Bryce and Manny, were tied to the Yankees. But in reality, the Yankees don't need neither, neither of these guys. The Yankees have a beast outfield already. And I'm a Mets fan, and I say that sadly. But if you get Bryce, it's like you don't need him. But if you get him, hey, man, shoot. You're going to get offensive power. You get Manny, you only got Duhar. And such. It's like, oh, well, somebody got to go. But then you got like the Philadelphia Phillies. Oh, my gosh. And then you got the Nationals. You got the Dodgers. You got the, like, you got so many other teams. The Padres and stuff. Like, somebody seems like, we want these guys. We want these guys. But it's like, no one's putting an offer. And if you guys didn't know, pitchers and catchers are like legit a week away or so. It's like. Spring training and stuff is almost here. Like the, the the training starts soon. It's like and it's statistically proven that when you sign after all the training starts and stuff like that, you're not gonna perform for the first month or two of the season. That's gonna hurt you. It's gonna hurt your team. So what is Manny and what is Bryce doing? Like why haven't they signed? Is because they're not getting paid enough? Is because they're not getting the years they want? Who knows? And it's possibly those cases. But it's like come on now. 
like was was good. People want to see where you go. I would love you guys in in the Mets, but are we gonna pay for y'all? Shit, we're we're a bunch of tacaños. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> but hey, man, I would love to see one of you guys in the orange and blue. But my Mets have been doing moves, and I'm happy about that. We got arguably one of the best closers in in the league, Edwin Diaz. We signed Robinson Cano. Hopefully, he, he old, and hopefully, and a little washed, but hopefully he could impact us in a good way. We still don't know what's going to happen with Cespedes. Still no time for his return, which is blowing minds because we paid that man big money in years, and, like, I want, like, I had high expectations for him. I have high expectations, though, because we're not trading Noah Sinengard. Thank God, like, bro, if he was trading him, bro, I would have been tight. We have, like, come on, healthy, we have the best rotation in baseball. Healthy Michael Conforto will cook everybody. And I think this year is a year we actually like get back on the grind. We'll be we'll take the division. The division is already take. I hundred percent believe that. And we will win games. So, you know, stay tuned, guys. Cause I've been gone for a while, but your boy's back. Alright? So we are here, Ralph Sports, cause guess what? We cooking out here, B.